This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Couple on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. It's time for another smoking hot hour of NFL breakdown, sports talk, sports gambling talk. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're with you every week, and we have reached the final eight, the Elite Eight NFL Divisional Weekend. The top seeds in action. We're going to break down all four games. And as Mike pointed out last week, since we started the show back in 2019. Six out of every ten picks we've given you during the NFL postseason over that run uh, have been winners. My partner was smoking hot last week, and we really had a golden opportunity to go five and one. Uh, I went one and one. When Jacksonville uh, was down 27 nothing. I'm not going to lie. I know you're not supposed to count your chickens before they hatch, Mike, but I felt awfully good about my Chargers minus one and a half pick. Such is the life of uh, sports gambling and gambling in the NFL, I guess, because we saw an all-time collapse. But we still had a winning weekend, my friend. We had a winning weekend. Good to talk to you, Carm. Good to talk to Shay, who's uh, uh, getting it done today. I'm going to tell you, uh, uh, I, I had a great week. I go 3-1. and one. My only loss was to the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, I took Miami with the 14. I took the Ravens. I had the machine. Beep. Beep, beep, the flatline machine next to me that the doctors like to lose when it use when it's all over. Tom and I, I got screwed with San Diego in a media pool because I thought you had to pick off four games. So I hit San Diego. I go, oh my God, you only have to pick one game. So I'm winning the game. Tom's winning his game. I'm doing the rumba in my front room. Okay. Yeah, I had the, I had the skivvies on with the one sock, just dancing around, and all of a sudden, boom. Uh, the San Diego Chargers, and, and you know what? Show me Justin Herbert. I don't want to just blame the coach. Yeah. But you know what? Show me Justin Herbert. Like I said to Carm last week, and I'm no different than Carm. I took him in a pool. You know, uh, do you have his picture on the end table? That's how far people have gone with this guy, Justin Herbert. And it's and you know what? He's got to show me now after putting up three points in the second half. I tell you, the, and, and I'm his biggest uh, fan. No doubt. And, but but I but you're right. He missed the the key the throw to Keenan Allen. He oh. missed that would have made it thirty one nothing. Honestly. You get to thirty-one nothing, and you it, believe it or not, I think those four points do make a difference. I, I feel like you just bury Jacksonville there. They he missed a wide open Keenan Allen. They settled for a field goal, and you're right, just a measly field goal in the second half, and the rest is history—an yeah. all-time epic collapse. And Staley, you know what? I mean, you got to run the ball more. I well, mean, you can't have right. your, your back having thirteen carries. You take yeah, extra right. seconds off when you do that. You leave them hopefully with no time. The analytics thing—it's time to put that to bed. I've seen a, a more bad. Decision Decisions this year by head coaches than in the previous five. I've seen guys go for two when they should have gone for one. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, Mike, how do you do it? How do you last so long? You got to come ahead of everybody else. I'm the first guy on the odds couple in this country that actually thinks John Harbaugh's an average coach. Mm. And Carmen knows I've been yeah, on that's true. His, his wagon as, as inept. For two years, and I saw it with my own eyes again. He's just a an average football coach that got a Super Bowl. His last name's Harbaugh. He blew games for him last year. He blew games for him this year, and he did it again. Period. I, I, I don't he know doesn't know how to run a clock. They had well, 50 that's seconds. True. They, they, that I didn't get. The, at the, well, the, that's, 
that's part of him. The end of the game, I did not get. You're right about that. Well, wait a minute. Did you hear what you said? The end of the game, I did not get. Yeah. How more indicting can you get? It was bad. That's a bad look. I can't yeah. argue that. It's also yeah. bad when your quarterback is is trying to go over the you know break the plane from two yards away yes. from the. I, I don't understand what he was doing. He I wanted I, to do the Peyton or something. I guess. Put it I, over what are you like doing? College. You can't do it. It's crazy. You and can't do it. What a wild weekend it was, though. Five and one to the over yep. on Wild Card Weekend. If if the kicker doesn't miss four extra points, they all go over, Mike. I mean, in a year where we saw tons of unders, you could have had a clean sweep to the over. As it is, it goes five and one to the over. Um, not that it matters at this point, but just maybe something to think about next January, folks. The dogs, again, as we documented last week on that opening weekend, uh, are usually barking, and they did. The dogs went well, four about, and two against the spread the last point? week. Well, how about yeah, that? That's what I mean. Like, what? But there was only one going into Monday. So then he hits, he misses four. He missed four. Right. But if he, so, in other words, it was over one and a half. If you took the over. Oh, yeah, that prop. That's right. Yes. You, only you talked about that. One, yeah, yeah. You only had one going into the debacle of the Dallas kicker, 10 missing every single one. You talk about you easy know? money. Oh. <laughs> but the you, night was over on Monday. But you, were, oh you had a good sweat going into <laughs> you Monday. Did. You did. You're right yep. about that. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's get into divisional weekend. Mike and I are going to break down all the games. We'll uh, try to find some best plays for the weekend. Uh, you know, we talked about all the overs. Odd make, uh, odds makers have adjusted accordingly as the lines for this weekend are about a full Five on average, about a full five points higher than they were mm -hmm. during the regular season. But I think now that you do have the Chiefs back in action and their high-powered offense and you have the Eagles back in action, well-rested, and hopefully Jalen Hurts is healthy. And they saw all the offense last week. They have adjusted. We'll start with Jags and Chiefs in Arrowhead, where the Chiefs are out to about a nine-point favorite right now. Total in that game has come down a little from the high of 53. You can find some 52.5s, even some 52s in the market right now. Rematch of Week 10, a game in which the Chiefs beat the Jags by 10. They were nine-point favorites. They covered despite losing the turnover battle 3 Nothing. Go figure. That doesn't happen uh, a whole heck of a lot. But here's a rematch, Mike. And I went back and I rewatched the Week 10 matchup. And I'll tell you, the Chiefs shot themselves in the foot a little bit and probably made that that game closer than it had to be. They were up 20 to nothing at one point. Mm -hmm. It felt like they could have scored 40. They did pretty much whatever they wanted offensively against the Jags in that first matchup. Yeah, and I would imagine that Trevor Lawrence wasn't the quarterback he is now. That's the Good point. Uh, difference. But he also threw four interceptions in a game, too. So, I mean, you know, where is Trevor Lawrence? I think that's the question mark here. I will say this. The lean might be a little bit towards the Jags. I have nothing mm -hmm. on this game. Uh, on the total or on the Jags. Now, people remember last week I did four games. I had Minnesota for a dog, a hot dog. I had Miami for a hot dog. That was even. But then I collected two hot dogs for the final two games and covered. So we're up four hot dogs. I wouldn't put anything on this game. Maybe some couch change on Jacksonville yeah. because you ask yourself the question. Uh, if they won by 10 last time, why isn't it 10 this time? Yeah. My, my lean's the exact same as yours on this right. game. Um, I, I kind of feel like uh, change, maybe. maybe, maybe. I think maybe if you roll with Doug Peterson, who's been very good in this spot, getting this many points. Uh, obviously, he's got great familiarity with uh, what Andy Reid wants to do. Now that work both, works both ways. Reid's got great familiarity with Doug Peterson. But uh, I'll tell you, the, just some of the pure numbers here in terms of wins and losses for the Chiefs in this spot. Um, you know, Mike and I, they don't always cover, Carp. They don't. That's the thing. Patrick and, Mahomes could get careless, too. He could have a, an average game. He could have a bad game. 
I'm not bad game. A bad game for him. For him, there you go. Yeah, like he could do something Maybe weird. Maybe two that, yeah. touchdowns, one interception. Yeah. He runs for seventy yards, and they win by five. I was looking at some of these numbers. Uh, five seasons as a starter, five seasons in the playoffs for yep. Patrick Mahomes. Mike, he's never played a road playoff game. He's played a couple of neutral site games in the Super Bowl. The guy's never played a road playoff game. That speaks to the level of success they've had in the regular season. Well, the uh, neutral site game may be a debacle that that, that neither team th- deserves. That, that should could be playing be. outdoors. Uh, Mahomes is seven and two straight up, six and three against the spread in yeah. the postseason in Arrowhead. Think about that. The one straight up. Uh, one of those, excuse me, two str- of those two straight-up losses, he never touched the ball in the a- AFC title game against the Patriots a few years ago in overtime. At home in the divisional round, Mahomes is a perfect 4-0 straight-up and 3-1 and against the spread with 11 touchdown passes to one interception. So Yeah, it's a stay-away for yeah. me, folks. I mean, this is a game you watch, you know. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I'm betting golf. Oh, by the way, I lost the bonus pick last week for golf, 3-2. Stuart Sink. Mm. I mean, my God. Zach Blair, I'll never talk to you again, whoever you are. Zach Blair, whoever yeah, he is. Yeah, Zach Blair. I thought he was a male mo- I thought he was a model or a movie star, but anyway. He does sound like a movie star. Uh, doesn't he? Uh, to me, this is a game that you just put one unit on if you wanted to, for interest or just watch it. Yep. Should be a good fun. Should be a fun yeah. game. I think well, it will you got, be. You got two guys, Mahomes and Lawrence. They're intriguing. Yeah, I totally agree. Yep, and at uh, more of the future of the league on display. I think I heard a stat that this is the first time I, you heard it, or you think you heard. It? I all right. I'm I heard it now. I'm trying to remember it. You're okay. right. Let me. I believe. It doesn't matter. I believe this is the first time since 1970, Mike, that the final. Remaining quarterbacks in the playoffs are all under 30 years old. Yeah. I believe I heard, I think that's the stat, that it's the first time since 1970 they're all under 30. Yeah. That's pretty cool. I had cool. a disco shirt in 1970. It looks like a doll shirt now compared to my body weight. You know what I mean? That's a long time ago. It's a long time ago, Mike. I mean, I was in high school going, okay, so I'm short 33 credits. Is there anything we could do? <laughs> How do I make them up? All right, well, we got one game down. We got uh, three to go, obviously. And we're also going to come back and talk to our friend Luke Pergandy. We'll see what's going on at Prop Swap. I mean, we talked a little bit about the Chargers last week with him. And, uh, boy, if somebody bought a ticket and then sold it when they were up 27 nothing, good for you. If you held on to it, ouch. But we'll talk to Luke. Uh, Jim Miller will give us ponies a little bit later on. We still have three games in Divisional Weekend to break down, and we'll give you best plays before we're done. So don't go anywhere, folks. We are just getting warmed up. It's the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Every week you can always get us on demand. The ESPN Chicago app will be on the air Friday night, of course, 8 until 9. And then Saturday morning, 8 until 9. So plenty of time to catch up. We're breaking down Divisional Weekend. Uh, Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, and it's that time in the show to say hi to our uh, weekly guest, one of the founding members of the great PropSwap app and PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells its futures wagers. Luke Pergandy joins us. Luke, the money's coming What's up, Carmen? Hey, Mike. What's hey, buddy. Up, How you doing, Luke? Uh, we, you know, we talked about the Chargers last week, and you even said it. You go, hey, buy a ticket, and if they take a lead, sell it. Oh, they took a lead all right, and I hope people sold it because it <laughs> wow. was crazy, Luke. Yeah, you could have got. I mean, gosh, they were they were like minus twenty thousand. They were as high as like. I mean, it's basically you could have left a dollar on the table and you could have 
locked in some profit on Prasad if you had sold it when they were up 27 nothing. So, um, you know, and again, like those tickets that we were selling pregame, people were able to buy them at 40 to one and they were 20 to one That's what I mean. in some sports books. So, I mean, you could have sold it before the game even started. And, and of course you could have sold it when they were up 27, nothing. I had some bad gambler or a better, um, oh. out and they put a 1.4 million to win 11,000. 11 I'll never understand that. I mean, I just, no. yeah, I don't get it. It seems, it seems goofy. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, what's important here is that the main thing is I'm going to do something for Luke because he's done so much for us, Carm. He's that type of guy. He's a Chicago guy. I said to Bebe, I said, what can I do? She goes, do it. I'm just going to advise everybody, go to Props right now and put your New York Giant tickets up for sale. Mm. That's all I'm going to tell you uh, because I think Philadelphia is going to steamroll them. What's the action going with that Good game? Good question. Everybody holding on to their tickets, Luke? Are they Giant? Because Giant fans are like Bear fans. Nobody's going to beat us until they get beat. Right. Yeah, no, I agree. No, we're we're selling lots of Giants tickets. I think this team was at least a hundred to one. Uh, I think we've seen some two hundred to one tickets as well yep. on New York. So they are now down to twenty five to one in some sports books. Uh, we have one big ticket on them at um, at thirty to one. So uh, still left for sale. But yeah, I, I agree with you. We've sold tons of Giants tickets throughout. Um, throughout the tournament, I it's contingent on Lane Johnson. If Lane Johnson's yes. healthy, I think they roll. Um, if he's not healthy, they may have some problems. I, their offensive line is still, even without Lane, the right tackle is still really solid. Um, and the Giants' D line isn't good enough to cause problems. But of course, next week's matchup, if if San Francisco wins, you're going to have a problem with Bosa yeah. if Lane is indeed still hurt. So. Uh, but I agree with you, Mike. I, I think the Giants run ends this weekend. I, I don't see Philly losing this football game. Yeah, I think you're 100 yeah. percent right. I mean, if if Hertz and Johnson are healthy, ah. it makes a huge difference. They're better um, at almost every position. Yeah, I know. I think they are, and I'm totally impressed with Brian Dable. I mean, oh, me I really too. am, and I know you are too, Mike. I mean, uh, you know, it's. But at some point, I just think the talent disparity. Uh, matters, and I think it's going to matter this weekend. You know, the Giants being, like you said, Mike, I mean, the Giants are a big public team. Oh. What about a team like Jacksonville, Luke, that's not a public team? I mean, that was another, like, they were 3-7. and seven. You talk about a 100-to-1 shot uh, 10 weeks ago. They were 3-7, and seven, for crying out loud. They're still the longest shot on the board of the eight teams left at 30-to-1, but when they're not you know, when you get teams like Jayville that's not nearly as public, uh, how much does that start affecting the handle and the volume and, and, and what, you know, you can find for sale uh, on PropSwap? Yeah, so the, during that stretch, they were 250 to 1 odd, Jacksonville was. So uh, people have definitely been buying and selling that team after they bought the dip, as we say. Um, now they are down to 25 to 1 at MGM, Jacksonville is. We have a ticket at 40 to 1. Mm. So it's expensive. It costs you six hundred bucks, but you know, again, kind of same situation as LA last week. Like if Jacksonville can jump out to a ten nothing lead, maybe a thirteen three lead on Kansas City. Kansas City can score at will. Um, so if Jacksonville can jump out to an early lead, I would buy that ticket at forty to one. And then you know, like I said, it costs you six hundred bucks. You could sell that for two grand for sure if they're winning that football game. Yeah. All right, Luke, listen, enjoy divisional yeah. weekend. Uh, we'll roll into the AFC-NFC championship games next week, and we'll catch up on Friday of next week, okay? Sounds good, guys. You too. All right, buddy. There's Luke Pergandy. Oh, the Giants are in trouble. Uh, let's, let's get into that game. That's yeah. the 
That's the next game up in uh, in order uh, Saturday night in Philadelphia, where the Eagles are about a seven and a half point favorite, pretty much. Uh, everywhere you're going to look. That line hasn't moved much. There's no. been a little bit of movement on the total here. It currently sits as we're recording the show Friday morning at 48. This is the third matchup between the divisional, uh, the division rivals in the last seven weeks. So they've played each other a lot here down the stretch. Philly swept the regular season, but New York, of course, didn't play anybody in Week 18. That was actually the closer game. Eagles won big on the road in Week 14 in New York, 48-22. They racked up uh, almost 450 yards of offense. They were uh, incredible on the ground. I mean, they destroyed the Giants on the ground. The Eagles' success rate on early downs was easily the best of all the games in Week 14. The Eagles are, are well-rested, Mike, uh, having the, the number one seed. Who was the quarterback for that game? Uh, so that was Hurts, and then yeah. Danny Dimes got hurt in that game, and Taylor played a little bit, you too. You know what? Yeah. I think you throw that out the window, though, Conrad. The 48-22, yeah. I think they had rest. I mean, Philadelphia's healed. Yeah. Uh, I think that uh, the Giants, look, I love them. I, I would brag more that I wanted Brian Dable as the Bears coach. Oh, man, yeah. If I didn't want Josh McDaniel as the second guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I was basically... I was like, what it was, so I keep my big mouth shut. Yeah, but you were right about Dable. I think we all were intrigued by Dable. We We talked about it a lot. And you know what? There was rumors that he wanted Mitch and that he wanted. No, he did a great job with this kid, Jones. I think Danny Dimes is a hell of a quarterback. Uh, And you know what? Let me just say this about about our own guy. You know, uh, he's a running quarterback, too. Danny oh, Jones. for sure. He's athletic. I mean, yeah. there's no so doubt. So when people just, you know, everybody's on Justin, and I get it. Okay, but I'm a fair guy. I understand. You got to give him one more year because you just don't dismiss what he did this year. But if he doesn't get better next year, maybe the honeymoon's over. But the Giants stuck with this kid when most of us thought oh, yeah. it wasn't going to help. Yeah. And all it took was one coach. Do the Bears have that coach? like Dable, to know. take this guy to the next That's level? It's a great question. I think yeah. you, you nailed it. I think look at what Dayball's – look at the track record now with with Josh Allen and how he's turned Danny Dimes into – He uh, helped Mitch. Uh, I don't care. Yeah. He helped Mitch, yeah. too. I mean, you know, so, I mean, he's, he's really one good. of those guys. He's yeah. good. I think you're right, Mike. Uh, and – Danny Dimes has been a, a fun story. Oh, he's a he's magician. Fun to watch too. He's a magician with the ball. Uh, his his sleight of hand, his ball fakes are phenomenal. He's a better passer than Fields right now, but he wasn't last year. Yeah. So that's the hope that Bear yep. fans have. But do we have a day ball? I think you're right. Yeah. You know? Giants lean heavy on uh, play action. Uh, the one thing that might come back to bite him in this situation is that the Eagles' defense has been exceptional against play action this year. They're usually pretty buttoned up and disciplined. They can also really rush the passer. I mean, we know it. Philly was number one in the NFL this season in adjusted sack rate. It wasn't even really close. The Giants' O-line ranked 24th in adjusted sack rate, protecting Daniel Jones. So we just talked about this game with Luke a little let's assume Jalen Hurts' shoulder is better with uh, a couple of weeks to rest it here. Remember, that's the shoulder he hurt in the Bear game at Soldier Field about a month ago. But if he's healthy and Lane Johnson's a gamer, man, I mean, he's got to have surgery on that groin. He's playing through it. If he can make it through the game at, I don't know, 70 75%, and if he can stay out there, uh, this just feels like the Giants' run is going to end. I think you're right. The Eagles were good at home this year, 7-2 and two straight up, 6-3 and three against the number. I go back to when they had Norm Sneed with the single face mask, okay, <laughs> the quarterback. I go back to Tommy McDonald, Pete Rutzlap, Chuck Bednarik, all those guys, and they were always supposed to win for the most part, and they never did for the most part. The Eagles have been uh, not a public team. Uh, people, But if you bet them, you, I usually end up on the short end. I wish it was seven. It's seven and a half, and then I say to myself, 
People are going to take the Giants. It's a public team, and that extra half point, Carmen, is the bait that yep. they put in for you. It is, and it's just sat there. Like, it hasn't yeah. really—oh, you well, know what? Here, I'll update it right now. This is the first time I've seen this line move in five days. I get e- excited when lines move. Eagles minus eight, so oh, there has boy. been some Eagles money here. This, this thing is now out to eight as uh, oh. as we record the show Friday morning. I'm telling you, it's the first time in four or five days that that line has moved. I might, yeah, some wise guy might have jumped in, put a big bet like that guy did before. It can make it can move a line. One point four million will move a line. Wow! I would still probably stick with the Eagles for one hot dog. Okay. I'm up for hot dogs going into the uh, second round of playoffs. I'll go one hot dog on the Eagles. So we've covered the Saturday games. We'll yep. roll into the action on Sunday when we come back next. We'll still talk to Jim Miller later. Get some ponies for everybody for the weekend. Some more uh, wagering, some money making opportunities, and we'll give you best plays before we're done. Don't go anywhere. We're coming back. We are the Odds Couple, presented by Prop Swap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is The Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. On FM 100.3 HD2, the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco, every week. We are with you here on the ESPN Chicago app and ESPN 1000. Always get us on demand with the free app. And there's tons of great uh, original content there. You can catch up on all the shows. So make sure you've got the app on your smart device. Follow Mike on Twitter. He is at North to North. Uh, that's the number two. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. Simple as that. What is Shay's? What's Shay's? Shay, what's your uh, handle? Is it Snorling? Just Shay Norling. Just Shay Norling. Okay. S H E A, by the way. S H E A. That's right. Yes. So yeah, like knows. The, but he's not Irish. He's Swedish. <laughs> Look up so, Elky Summer. Yeah, there you go. What a paradox. <laughs> right, North? Elkie hey, Summer. Shay, Elky Summer. Look her up. I love it. Swiss. I think Ingrid Bergman, Sweet. too, we were joking, right? Is yeah. She's, I think she was. I, I could be wrong. Come oh, on. I loved her. All right, so we covered the Saturday games. You can find those a little bit earlier in the show. If you want to go back and catch up, let's move into the Sunday games, the first one, a little bit after, uh, I think it's a 2 o'clock local kick, if I'm not mistaken, for us here on Sunday. And then this the uh, last game will be at 530. We got Bills hosting the Bengals, a game that could not be completed just a couple of weeks ago. Bills, uh, this line has seen some movement throughout the course of the week. Bills out right now to about a five and a half point favorite, sort of in that dead zone, that no man's land that we talk about. The total currently sits at 49. Two teams that go in with lengthy winning streaks, Mike. Buffalo has won eight in a row. I will say just four and four against the number during the winning streak. The Bengals have won nine straight and a much more impressive seven, one and one against the spread. No team in the NFL has been better at covering spreads the last two seasons than the Bengals. An NFL best 26 and 12 since the start of 2021. They're an even more impressive, listen to this, 11 and 3 against the spread as a dog over that span. And they're a dog this weekend. And Joe Burrow in his career, 31 and 16 against the spread. So while the trend is not the end all be all, certainly I always talk about it as part of the calculus. Boy, a lot of the trends favor the Cincinnati Bengals as a dog right now, Mike. You know when I when I walked into the kitchen earlier and you and Shay were saying, he doesn't bring anything new. <laughs> I didn't know if you're talking about me, but I think you might have been. But I, I Never. didn't hear it all, right? So uh, I do have something new. I I think that the Buffalo Bills are going to win this football game, and I think that I'm going to put two hot dogs on it. Number one. Wow. But I also got a, a prop. Now prop bets I don't like. We I do the four sports. That's it. This is something I, good. If Mike is giving out a prop, prop I like bet. it. Yeah. Um, I like it. Burrow 
is uh, plus 105 to throw an interception. And I just believe in my heart that to go a whole game, and I know he's terrific, and I know he's terrifying to bet, but I also know he's getting five and a half with a sparkling record, and he's a Super Bowl quarterback. I think uh, they're going to, I think Buffalo wins by two, and I also would put couch change, not make it a main pick on him throwing in. I'm throwing a pick. I kind of like that, especially considering yep. the state of the Bengals' offensive a line. A batted ball in the air. Anything, Mike. A batted right. ball, uh, uh, you know, a little extra pressure. Where And it's know. not a lot to suspend for juice. Or no, you don't have to pay. You don't juice. have to pay the juice on it. One hundred five yeah. plus one hundred five over right. a half. Yeah, the Bengals are missing sixty percent of their starting offensive line, folks. That's just devastating yes. this time of year. He was um, under siege last week. Yeah, I mean, look, they got outgained by one hundred and forty yards last week for crying out loud. Yeah, if not for a bad play by the Ravens and the scoop and score, I mean, think about how different that result could have turned out. So. Uh, I think you're spot on with that prop. I will say this is uh, the only matchup of the weekend in which both teams are, are top five teams in terms mm-hmm. of uh, overall DVOA. They are two very good football teams, there's no doubt. Big game for Josh Allen. Big game is right because he has not played no, played horrible as well as he should be playing. I, I, I That's all I can I say. Got another the ball one over for way you. too much. I got another prop bet for you. Go ahead. Extra points last week mm-hmm. were plus 120. Over. Over, over week, the, the over misses, you mean? Or, or, no, for the over, I think it was plus 120. I'm not sure. Okay, if okay. You got over, the over. Okay. You got 100, uh, 120, or maybe less if you. But this week, the over one and a half is minus 120. Mm. So, for misses. So, do you think that you go through the same thing last week, or is this kid going to straighten out? Huh? Boy, it's got to be baked in because of what happened with I Maher. mean, I had a bad two, yeah, uh, first two weeks in fifth grade. I never recovered that year. He looked you like know? he barely recovered uh, in that game, although they did give him the opportunity after that last touchdown, and he made it. He that maybe did a lot for him. It was crazy. Crazy, Mike. Yeah, it was nuts. They didn't go for two after, you know, I. but you want to give the guy the benefit of the doubt. I think he straightens out, though. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into the last game. Sunday right. night. I mean, this takes us back, Mike, to the 90s when you were – Trend setting in the oh, medium. Yeah. When I was in yeah. high school and into college, Cowboys Niners. It is a rematch of a playoff game from last year, from a wild card weekend. Of course, the Niners were a small underdog, about a three point underdog, going into Dallas uh, last year and won, knocked the Cowboys out of the playoffs. San Francisco has won eleven straight. It's the Niners now at home in the divisional round, where they are about a four point favorite against the Cowboys. Forty six and a half is the total. Love the Shanahan Dan Quinn matchup and. Uh, of course, Shanahan was Dan Quinn's old offensive coordinator for a little bit in Atlanta, so there's familiarity there. Um, the Niners uh, have just simply been rolling. I mean, what can we say about Brock Purdy as a starter? Number one quarterback in the NFL in QB rating since week 14. Number one in EPA plus completion percentage over expectation. Number one in adjusted EPA per play with 14 touchdowns to just two interceptions. But, and there's always a but, Mike. San Francisco has played only one defense ranked inside the top 10 in DVOA since week 14. That was Washington in week 16. The Niners haven't faced a single defense in the top 10 and passing defense DVOA and the average rank, the defensive ranks DVOA-wise, that the Niners have played during that span is 20th. Now they're stepping up in class against the Dallas D, which ranks second in defensive DVOA. What does Brock Purdy have in store for himself going up against this Dallas defense this weekend? 
Well, like you brought up uh, our careers of where we've been earlier, and I can only identify with the fact that Brock Purdy was told, I was told the same thing, where sooner or later you're going to fall on your face. Mm. And yet, you know what, I'm still here and I'm on a great station with great people. So, you know what, I, you don't listen to that, and I don't think Brock Purdy is going to hurt the San Francisco 49ers whatsoever. Yet, they could only win by a field goal, maybe. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Dallas, who did look good last week, and Dak Prescott Boy. heard the rumors or heard the noise, like myself, saying you're being paid like you won two Super Bowls, and he performed finally. Now, here's the deal. Is he capable? Is he capable of doing it two weeks in a row? Especially against this defense now in the yes. 49ers. And is he capable? We I just talked earlier that I thought the Eagles were superior at every position uh, over the Giants. I, I I can't help but look at San Francisco and say, my, the McCaffrey deal to me mm. turned it around. I could put a baseball analogy into it. In 1966, there was a guy named Frank Robinson and the Baltimore Orioles picked him up during the offseason, and they won everything, and he was the MVP. And I think this McCaffrey thing might be the trade that really put them over the top. What a deal it was. You're right. Yeah. He has stayed healthy. He's such a weapon. They just have – it's like an embarrassment of riches with what they have in terms of firepower on offense. And then they've got a great play caller, Mike. It's just – it's a deadly combo. It really is. But And people don't believe in McCarthy. People believe that McCarthy – you know, this is a huge game for him. Yeah. Because he's been pillaged. I mean, there were people that wanted him gone last year. And Jerry Jones has stuck with him. I like Jerry Jones a lot. I've met Jerry Jones. I've hung out with Jerry Jones in New Orleans. Great guy. Love the guy. Well, thank you, Matt. Thank but you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going with Dallas and one hot dog. Plus the four. Plus the four. Yeah. Over that it. Kia 3. That's the. Uh, Don't that's... take the money line with this game. Well, you can if you want, but I think. You know, it could be a one, two, or three-point type of deficit that San Francisco couldn't. But would it surprise you if Dallas won? It would probably surprise everybody. I don't think it's going to be because of Purdy, though. I think it's going to be a mm. defensive battle on both sides of the ball. Interesting. And that uh, that total is, I think, reflective of that a little bit with these two defenses. That is, It is the lowest total of the four games this weekend. Um, you know, by a pretty good margin at this point. You're looking at a lot of 46-and-a-halves, even some 46 But how about this? Isn't this like... Uh, the lowest total as far as points. It is. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's I like, mean if San Francisco it, is the beat-all, end-all, then why are they? Well, because – and Dallas has been erratic this year, but their record is still great, and Dak is coming off a believe-me type of game. Yes. I mean, he did, Mike. I mean, he was – He was awesome. Uh, and Tampa's got its issues. We know that. That's really not a playoff team. I, I think we all did identified Todd that. They fired eight they f- guys. They fired Leftwich. Um, they fired eight coaches, but he stayed? Uh, it's crazy. How does that happen? He, he, he's just not a he's head coach. As, he's as responsible as anybody. He's a good coordinator. Yes. That's it. Totally. I Come mean, they're, they're such a poorly coached team. They were, they really were. They were. We told you. We talked That's about this last week. That's a horrible move. They were a minus 45. A minus 45. Should, I mean, they, they, were, they, were, they were inefficient all year long. Um, they're not a well-coached team. Brady looks like it's finally catching up to him. It's just not a playoff team. Should I they mean, change I, the rules? The no. Lions and Packers should not be out of the playoffs for that garbage. They just shouldn't. Shay's hot, man. I know. I, but I, that's what they wanted to do. And I, I predicted this at the beginning of the year. You can't have seven playoff teams to begin with. But Remember that team the, won its division, though. I mean, when, I know. every once in a while, you, you, just, you get a crap division. Yeah, that's but they, every once in a while shouldn't have been the first year they expanded. Well, maybe. I don't know. It's just when it, they were well, the division what, winner in a lousy I'm division. I'm with Shay. The mediocre get the Just seed the conference. 
Just seed the conference forget and get it. rid of the divisions oh, then? Yeah, forget about it. I mean, uh, because they were a division winner. But we knew it. We all identified it. We Every one of us was like, that is not a playoff football team. I'm sorry. And you saw why. Uh, but Dak was great. I mean, he blew everybody away, Mike, in, in the advanced metrics and in the regular standard box score. And I'll tell yeah. everybody this. Anybody who wants Tom Brady to retire, he'll, he'll, he'll go to another team that's very yeah, good and they'll go, be in the playoffs. He'll go to Miami and be Are in the playoffs. Are they out of their minds? He'll go to Miami and he be in the playoffs. He had a bad game, okay? And he got a little bit shaky. I understand. Understand. He'll be all right with some better protection and a better team. When we come back next, Jim Miller's going to give us ponies, and then we'll give you some best plays rolling into Divisional Weekend. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back inside the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. the home stretch on the odds couple on this Friday. Always get us on demand on the app. We'll be on Friday night, 8 to 9 on ESPN 1000 and Saturday morning, 8 to 9. And it's that time in the show to get some ponies before our best plays. He joins us every week. The expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse, the one and only Jim Miller. Jimmy! Boys, we're finally to the time that we're starting to get some real derby preps. Yes. Fairgrounds this weekend kicks off with an incredible card. They have an Oaks prep this weekend, a Derby prep this weekend, and you're going to start to see these coming fast and furious over the course of the next few weeks. But the LeCompte is this weekend at the fairgrounds. It really is time to start watching these three-year-olds and see who's going to be running the first Saturday in May. I love it. Already talking about Derby, and uh, we got the prep races. And and that futures market window is open for the Derby, right, Jimmy, where you can actually lock it in at the at the current odds and keep those, which is, you know, very different from normal parimutuel wagering, you know, uh, uh, that everybody associates with horse racing. There is a window in which you can lock in your odds for the Derby, right? Yeah, and this is a really important time now, Carm, too, because there's a couple things you want to watch. You can watch the early Derby preps, but also watch tracks like Santa Anita, especially when they have, the, they have these three-year-old maiden races where horses are making their debut, And they run out of the screen because you might be able to catch them right then. But the other thing that's really important is a lot of these sports wagering sites now are offering horse wagering through these sites. Mm -hmm. So you're going to start to see more and more of these futures pop out there. You're going to start to see more and more wagering options. And the cool thing that I've seen through a lot of these sports sites, if there's a horse you want listed, just make a request. They'll put it up there for you. They'll put odds up there for you. And it may be a time where you can catch a little bit of value. Nice. Yeah, let's talk about being sloppy, okay? Let's talk about some of these jockeys that come in from the winter and ready to ride the thoroughbreds. Is it like, are they like anybody else? I mean, I remember Lafitte Pinquet saying he had a half a peanut for lunch. (laughs) A lot of them throw up before matches. Do these jockeys start work out all year long now? Are there some guys who are lazy? Are there some guys that wait too long? Because a lot of these jockeys, even, even the day of a race, don't always make the wait, right, Jimmy? Well, and they don't always make the weight, and that's the thing that you really have to watch is things have kind of changed a little bit over the course of time. Like you mentioned, a guy like Lafitte Pinkai, you saw Bill Shoemaker time and again, Gary Stevens time and again. They were riding these big races, and they were naturally light. Now what you're seeing is with some of these younger riders, strength is a little bit more important, and it's very important now because of with these new federal legislation, you can only strike a horse five times with a whip Mm. over the entire course of a race. So it really comes into hand riding comes into timing. There's so much more that goes into it. So 
So you do have to watch kind of this newer crew of riders, a guy like Tyler Gaffleone, Joel Rosario, both of the Saez brothers. These are the guys that you do have to watch a little bit, both the Ortiz brothers, because it is different. It's a smarter man's game. It's a strength game now, but it is going a little bit more towards the youth, and it is something you definitely have to focus on. Interesting. I didn't realize that. All right, Jimmy, where are we wagering this weekend? Everything at the fairgrounds, guys. We're going to bet all three of these horses across the board, all late races. So races 12, 13, and 14 at the fairgrounds. And race 12, this is a prep for the Kentucky Oaks. We're going to bet the seven four-ish chimes across the board. Race 13, we're going to bet the eight Zozos across the board. This is a horse that ran last year in the Derby. And then race 14, this is the three-year-old prep, the LeCompte Stakes. Bet the one. Echo again across the board. That's a horse that could steal the race from the inside. All right, so prep races for the Oaks and the Derby, all three at the fairgrounds uh, in Louisiana tomorrow, folks, on Saturday. Race 12, the seven-horse across the board. Race 13, the eight-horse across the board. And race 14, the one-horse across the board. Is that right, Jim? That's right, boys. Make money for an awesome NFL Sunday. Sounds great. Thanks, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next week. You got it, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There's our guy. The best in the business. Oh, yeah. Um, So uh, let's do it, Mike. Let's roll into our best plays. And and I got to be honest, I have really only one that I'm considering a best play. I'm with Mike on my lean on uh, uh, the Jags. I'm not going to give that as a best play, but that is my lean, especially if this thing continues to go out north of nine. It's at nine right now. If it gets to 10, um, that's an absolute fire for me. Look, for what it's worth, my my number made this a shade over eight. The only reason I, I don't Love it is because I rewatched that Week 10 game and I just watched the Chiefs go up and down the field on Jacksonville. I mean, Jacksonville refused to blitz in that game. Right. I can't say I blame him because normally Mahomes is going to torch you, but uh, he just was pressured uh, very little. He, they, they pretty much did whatever they wanted offensively. So even though there, there appears to be, based on my numbers, some value on Jacksonville, I'm having a tough time making it a best play. Uh, because I, I just I like Mahomes on these opening weekends in the playoffs, but if at nine, You're doing a lot of little bit of a lean. Why don't you just pick the damn game? I, because I, you know what? I know you want to pick. I, I, I'm, I I'm, you, I'm right you never there. Never spend this much time. You're I right know. now. You're on defense. So let's take a little second here. Take a deep breath. Do you want to take this game or not? I, I, I'm right I there, Mike. Do. I know you. <laughs> I'm right there. I'm telling you. But if you're not completely sure, the, the only thing that scares me is rewatching that first matchup. But metri- but metrically. It seems like the Jags are the play, you know? So Well, you know what? That the matchup, like I've always told you, I lost a fight to a kid named Bobby Burns. <laughs> Three weeks later I said I'm gonna get him back and I lost again. <laughs> I love that. Analogy. I mean, I got my butt kicked again. And I that, that I learned a valuable I lesson. love that analogy. Yeah, yeah. That, that's why I'm I can't make it a best play. It's only okay. a lean. We'll do we'll we'll we'll, we'll say that. So All right. Well, you know what? I mean, I'm going to just thank you very much for keeping me intrigued about this whole situation. But I think you want to make the play, but I don't blame you because you're not and – you, and you know what? It could be a whitewash. Who knows? Yeah. I'm going to go Philadelphia okay. with two hot dogs right off the bat. Philly with two hot dogs? I think the Giants are going to meet the end of their uh, days. I think that Philadelphia is better at almost every position. I know people love Saquon. Uh, Saquon, no, he has been doing okay, but he can put the ball on the ground. Uh, I I just think a day uh, the week of rest. That's yeah, I think it's week. huge. No, I'm I taking mean, the, I'm taking Eagles two hot dogs. I'm up four, so I'm gonna let it go and see if we can make more. I like it, and then I'll give you what I am considering a best play for the weekend in that game as well. I think Mike's right about the Eagles. I also like under as long as you can get it Ooh. under 48, folks. Do not go under. Uh, anything under 48, if it goes to 47 and a half, that's a no play. 48, 48 and a half, I'm going to say under. Um, I, I do think 
The Giants are much healthier in their secondary for this matchup. They've got Xavier McKinney and Adoree Jackson back. Neither played in the first two meetings. I think the Giants will be a little bit more buttoned up and a little bit more prepared for Miles Sanders and the Eagles' ground attack. So while I like the Eagles to win the game, just like Mike, uh, I'm with them on, on go ahead and laying those points. I do think this will be a closer, tighter game, and I'm going to say under 48 for that contest. Okay, so you're going to go under 48. Do you like the Giants or the Eagles? Are you making that? I, I, I'm I'm with you on the Eagles. I do like okay. the Eagles this weekend too. Beautiful. And you yeah. got the under. Yes. If it's at a certain. If point. it's at 48, anything under 48. I don't know what happened yep. to you. I mean, all these all these uh, conditions and everything. All of a sudden, I I, I understand. But if it's 48, hey, 48's 48. that key. It's one of those key numbers. You know, I a lot of games end on it. Five times in the podcast. That's what I'm going to do because I enjoy it. Okay. Next one. Buffalo minus five and a half. Buffalo minus five and a half. Yeah. You know what? Uh. I'll go a hot dog on Buffalo, minus the five and a half, and I'm taking Dallas plus the four for a hot dog. In Dallas. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Mike was smoking hot last week, folks. Hopefully. How about our guy? Shay, you got to play for the weekend? You got something? Dallas plus the four. Oh, yeah. My, my number on the game was between two and two and a half. So the four That's the a three good value. and a half that you're seeing, I'm in love with Dallas. That's good value. There and you go. The only guy comparable to Nick Bosa in the league is Micah Parsons. Yep. Nick yes. Bosa plays in the same team as Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy hasn't seen this yet. No, they have. They really. Totally and we documented. We documented that they really haven't seen a, a defense like this. You're right. No. I mean, they just haven't. The no. closest thing was Washington, and, and uh, they won ten in a row. San Francisco sooner or later. You're, they're playing a heck of a team that's off a roll. Yep. All right, what a show. Uh, everybody oh, enjoy Divisional Weekend. We thank Shane Norling for helping out today. Yep. Eric Ostrowski will be back next week, I think. Podcast um, coming up. Podcast is going to be up. You can get us Friday night, 8 until 9, and Saturday morning, 8 until 9. Don't forget that. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller. And, uh, Mike, when we reconvene next Friday, we'll be talking about Championship Sunday. So I look forward to it, my friend. So long, everybody.